Street Epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about Street Epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Hitchens, Dawkins were my go-to, and it was inflammatory, so you know, I, I would say things like, you know, this is not science. Like, go upstairs, you know, go upstairs and get your science book, because I've done that to ridicule, and it's, it's, it's hurt her feelings, crushes me, like, I love her, it's my wife, and so, um, I, I, I focused a lot, and, um, you're doing a great job when we're having these arguments, but I hate the ideas that you're teaching. That the information that you're giving is incorrect. You are doing a good job of teaching bad information. Actor used to recreate original voice. Please stick with it. Wanted to let you finish your thoughts there. That's okay. I was just checking my, checking my uh, my iPad there. I I was hoping I would run into you on campus, man. Huh? Hey, Anthony Macnabosco. Did we chat, dude? Online or no? Um, once I found you and Dut Bergosian's you know stuff on the Thinking Atheist totally changed my mind. Like not my mind, but changed my world. Hmm. I thank you for that. It's it was a uh, it was game changing for real. Awesome. Um, so, married 19 years now to a young Earth creationist. Mm. I was neutral about Christianity for most of my life. I was raised quasi-Christian. You know, you do the New Year's thing, you do the Easter thing, prayer over Thanksgiving dinner, you know, half-assed. Um, so, I was neutral to it, basically. Um, and then, I never really knew what my wife thought because I never really asked her. It was never a topic. It never came up? No, no. Not so much really. Not not it n not the two tenets of young earth creationism. Six thousand years ish instead of billions and then God made man. No, it uh, it never really came up. Huh. Um till we started homeschooling. So she pulled him out of school and she was like, can't find any other curriculum except a Christian curriculum, it's the most complete. And I was like, I, I don't care. Whatever, maybe I have to do a Bible reading. How many children are we talking? Two. Two kids? Two. So she started with my daughter when she was about seven, and my son was about five. Um, didn't really think much about it. I turned this way, just because sure, you're walking yeah, Um, didn't really think much about it. Is this recording? Yes, it is. Okay. But I won't use it without your permission. Okay. Rather not right now, because I'm still still working your techniques on on my wife. Gotcha. Um, let me back up just a little bit. So, 
Uh, I started like just looking through the curriculum one day. It had been out for about a year or whatever. You know, it was like this is happening during the day, maybe when you're at school or work. Yeah, I was just like home on the weekend. I was like, oh, let's see what they're up to. Gotta see what they're learning. And I get to like the science thing, and it's all like the whole monkey thing's a, like straight up. The whole monkey thing is a hoax. Man did not come from monkeys. Why are there still you know the, all the normal apologetics mm. stuff? And um, I was like, is this kind of is this what what the kids are learning? She was like, yeah, yeah, of course. They're like, so, so what about, like, the flood? Is that, is that a thing? And she's like, yeah, of course. Hmm. And then, um, that took us several years of lots of really bitter kind of arguments back and forth. Um, because I, I wasn't really diving into the counter-apologetics. I was just like, are you fucking serious? You think that really happened? Like, um... Dude, she was that serious. Um, and the kids were being taught this. Yes. Until I started kind of... And I didn't have still any feelings one way or another about Christianity as a whole. Like the mythology of it. And then I started reading... I think the first book that I read... Because I was on a, a true search for truth. I wanted to know the truth. Um, and so I started reading a Zealot by... Um, What's his name? I'll think of it in a sec. Um, Is it an atheist author? No, I think he's deistic. Oh. A little bit? Hmm. Um, he's... But he doesn't ever say outright. Uh, he started... Grew up Muslim, raised uh, fundamental Islam in high school, found Jesus, became a Jesus freak all the way. Uh, all full in. Fully in. Um... And then the more he started learning about it, the more he started seeing inconsistencies with it. And he was a 25-year biblical, like, scholar. This okay. guy spent a quarter of a century looking into this. Mm. And so he wrote this book, uh, Zealot. And I kind of started, that's the first one I kind of read. And I was like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. And then I started digging more and more and more. So then our mm. relationship just kind of... Talking about that became taboo. Mm -hmm. And then it, it erupted every once in a while into, like my uh, counter-apologetics, her apologetics, and uh, sure. causing causing problems. And about a year ago, which is why I came over to say thanks, I ran into the uh, Peter Vagosian podcast first, and then I found you, watched some of your stuff on YouTube. I'm still not through all of it yet. Hmm. Uh, I still haven't read Peter's books. Um, I just, I've listened to a bunch, and I've actually tried to practice, like here on campus, both okay. with my wife, most specifically it's making a world of difference i've started to ask why and how excellent um and i've e i'm making progress and i'm so happy about it because i've even gotten her recently to say things like look i i, I accept that species change over time i sure i get that but i still don't come from monkeys mm. so like we're getting there. Mm -hmm. We're getting there. Mm -hmm. And then the topic of faith came up this last weekend, just very briefly. And we'll I don't do. She did. Okay. Um, I only do micro inoculations, at just little bits. I don't go looking for a conversation. I just Wait for pick up on it. Yes. Um, and and so we started talking about it, and it was like, well, I'm like, our feelings are a liable way to understand what is true and what is untrue. And she's like, look, I I don't care if. Christianity is true or untrue, it makes me feel good. Whoa. Um, That's a huge revelation. I know. And so I, le I, I left the conversation. Was she surprised to hear herself say that? 
I think maybe a little bit, yeah. Because she's even like under her breath has said a couple of things. Look, I'm already kind of struggling with some of the inconsistencies and some other stuff. And I just, I don't want you to take this away from me because it makes me feel good. Mm. And I was like, okay, uh, I was like, honey, I'm, I'm not trying to take anything away from you. I'm just asking questions about your thoughts and feelings on it. That's all. And then I, I don't let it get up here. Sure. I just kind of a brick. Once you feel it ramping up. Yep. Back off. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So thank you for that. I don't know what the next step is. I've, you know. If you had an idea of where to go next, because I might have some suggestions for you. I was hoping you would, and I didn't want to capitalize on the work you're doing I'm here. I'm just about to wrap up. Okay. And I got this a little bit before I have to go to class anyway. Um, part of the reason I'm in school, too, because I want my kids to see right. secular in the most extremely religious campus. Jesus rallies like every week, just about. Yes. I just finished talking to a pretty hardcore theist. Yeah. Okay. I was watching his body language. I was sitting over here. Were you? Yeah. I was creeping on you. Sorry. I saw you as I was going to my car, and I'm like, I should stop and talk to you. Glad that you just stopped to talk. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I I was thinking that maybe feet. I could go like towards the feelings, because I I don't know if I want to keep bringing up reliable ways to truth, because I think she's getting tired of hearing that. Well, you have a more important issue. Yeah. It sounds like she's acknowledging that feelings are not uh, not a reliable way to get the truth. Yeah. And I think she said you said that she said something like, I'm not concerned whether or not every word in the book is true. Uh, it makes me feel good. I would just be really specific. Does it matter to you if this God is real or not? Set aside the doctrine, set aside the flood and all this other stuff. Go right for the, the major claim. Okay. She might think that this God is real. Mm -hmm. And ask her if she cares if that's true or not. Yeah. And if she says no, then you have a larger issue that you need to explore with her sure. With questions. Sure, sure. Mainly, is it is it beneficial to go through life trying to figure out what's true mm -hmm. or just going through life not really caring if it's true or not? Yeah. And I have some video examples on my channel where you've probably seen me get into that. Yeah, I think so. I think I have. Yeah. You really need to... You. It, it almost doesn't make sense to explore her God claim until you can explore why she seems to think that it doesn't matter if I'm believing true things or not. And you might ask her, do you, what do you, what, you have two kids. Yeah. Do you want our kids to believe true things? Right. I would imagine that she would say, yeah. And, and I've introduced that, that very topic ever so slightly. Um, and, and she does. She does. She is, she is so much invested in there in their education. Like, she, break, she breaks her ass doing that. She just teaches bad ideas. It's so important to validate that she's doing this because she's a good person. Mm -hmm. She wants the kids to have a good upbringing and yeah. loving. These views are coming likely from a very good place. Right. Mm -hmm. However, there might be a disconnect. I want my kids to believe true things. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter to me whether I'm believing true things or not. Right. And that disconnect is probably where I would go now. Okay. Right. I, I, I'm going to need to... I'm mean, going to need her to clarify just a bit, a little bit. And it may have. I'm seeing very small changes in our um, our back and forth when we're talking about maybe I maybe I began the whole venture, like I jumped in with both feet. I was like Hitchens, Dawkins, or... Apologetics, so... Yeah. Hitchens, Dawkins were my go-to. And it was inflammatory, so, you know, I, I would say things like, you know, this is not science. Like, go upstairs, 
you know, go upstairs and get your science buff. Because I've done that to ridicule, and it's 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 hurt her feelings. Crushes me. Like, I love her, it's my wife, and so, um, I, I, I've focused a lot, and um, you're doing a great job when we're having these arguments. But I hate the ideas that you're teaching. That the information that you're giving is incorrect. You are doing a good job at teaching bad information. It's kind of basically how I did it. He says that she wants her kids to believe true things. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't. Yeah. Yet she's the person who's deciding what to teach them. Mm-hmm. Could she be teaching her kids things that are not true? Right. Yes. But I would preface it. I'm so grateful that you want to take your time to teach our kids. Mm-hmm. And it's great when I come home and, and, you know, knowing that my kids are safe and they're not at a, at a public school maybe where it might be a little bit more dangerous. Sure. Sure. You need to acknowledge that she's a good person. Mm-hmm. Because she likely is, and, and yeah, she is. And and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't sell that short. Yeah, I'd be I'd begun a lot of our conversations with affirmations and things like that. Um, so she would respond if she watched an SE video. Um, probably negatively at first. She'd see what I was doing as uh, insidious. She might be like in her mind that you were you were setting me up the whole time. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I've tried to figure out a way, like, every once in a while, she listens to podcasts, like, all morning, uh, when she's, you know, doing stuff around the house, walking the dog, whatever, mm-hmm. until I sent her one, it was, uh... Do you want to move in the shade a little? Sure, yeah, I'm just, uh, um, and I'm, I regret it immediately, because I already remember that she had hear, she had heard... Sam Harris speak about something on one of her podcasts, and she was like, I, I don't like that guy. He's a pompous asshole. Mm. Um, and I, I, I kept trying. It was the message. His delivery can be a little bit... It can be a little... A little pedantic, a little scholarly, too... Too scholarly for you, kind of... Yeah. Talking down to a person. Right. So I, I, I don't think she liked those books, but I sent her one last week. <laughs> without... Um, the lady that got out of the... Um, Westboro Baptist. Megan Phelps. Yeah, yeah Megan Phelps. Uh, Rope Byrne. He had a whole interview with her. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I did. And I thought it was great. Um, but I sent it to her and she did not think it was great. Hmm. She just might not be ready for it. Yeah, I don't think she was ready for it. Because he was asking some some of these epistemological questions in there just a little bit. I mean, that's not his thing, so he was stupid about it. Notice that when she explains what got her out, mm-hmm. she's talking about this kind of approach that... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smology and the person who did it with her on Twitter likely didn't even know about this method. Yeah. But this is this can be really effective in yeah. Bre- breaking down those barriers, yeah. getting to the root of it, mm-hmm. figuring out that they value truth, and most people likely do. Yeah. But it would be really interesting if she says, "Yeah, I want my kids to value truth or believe true things, but I, it doesn't matter if I do." Yeah. And if that's the case, you need to explore why she's making an exception for herself. Mm-hmm. Do you think she's not worthy to hold true things? Right. Is the value that she's getting from the belief, even though it's not true, maybe? Mm-hmm. Is that more important to her? Like, yeah. What? How can you get value still? How can you still achieve value mm-hmm. without thinking that this is true? These are questions maybe she's not quite ready for yet. And I, I think, um, like, not three hours after listening to your like first three videos, and the Bogosian thing, we had the. We had the morality talk. Mm. I actually initiated it. Hmm. It was something... You read Bogosian's second book? The How to Have Impossible Conversations. Yeah. I'm in the queue for the e-book. 
Um, so as soon as it's available, I'm gonna I'm gonna read it. Mm. Um, but I I'm just I'm trying to stay away from inflammatory titles. So a thing with the atheist or whatever, if I brought it home in print, would cause an issue. Um, and we share the same Kindle account, so like mm. you know we know what we're. It's just there's no point having two different ones. So, um, but I can download this one, and it's relatively innocuous. It's just about possible conversations. More benign than yeah. his first yeah. one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I did write a blog post on how to use street epistemology with loved ones. That's the title of it. Okay. So maybe search for that. Yeah, look it up. Uh, you can either read it or listen to it because yeah. I, I recorded myself. Oh, cool. There's some tips in there that you might find useful. Okay. Yeah. And it's and it's funny and almost ironic that I'm wearing this shirt. Mm -hmm. It says, "If the thing makes you happy, then do the thing." Yeah. But if the thing is not true, yeah. But anyway, this is Ali Wood. It's Ologies. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Hmm. And if you haven't heard it, she's I haven't. She's damn adorable. Um, That's the name of the podcast. Ologies. Yeah. She interviews different ologists, um, if you will. Um, and she's a fantastic interviewer. She's cute and like you can tell, she's like a a fun person she's been on uh, Bill Nye's show uh, a couple of times she's well now she does a couple of kids shows like Brain Games and some other ones but she's a science communicator I haven't heard of her before I'll look into it yeah so you're doing that thing tomorrow night still yes I might I might stop by um, I think it's five o'clock wife and kids are doing uh, youth groups at church so I got free time okay um yeah I might I might stick around for that um, let's see, because they don't really have to be home, because they're not going to be there anyway. Um, but yeah, I will check that out for sure. Awesome. On your blog. Awesome. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that it's uh, helping you out. Yeah, I so far so good, man. Uh, it's been really invaluable. So thanks again. I appreciate it. All right. Good luck. Sorry I took too much of your time away. Uh, you're here with you're here with uh, the, an agenda. So thought I'd grab you on my way. Couple of pretty good talks, but uh, nothing probably YouTube worthy. Okay. Yeah, this last guy was really uncomfortable, uh, kind of by the end. Well, he was like pulling on the straps and he was kind of exhibiting like light behavior, kept turning just a little bit. Um, no, I, I did 22 years. And I just beat the shit out of myself for 22 or some odd years and decided when I retired, I was like, I want to do school. That's what I want to do. I want to. Get a degree. Anthropology. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. But I might, uh, I might minor in psychology. Hmm. Might. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So it's been really interesting coming home. Because, like, I got my human evolutions book on my lap studying. Because I'm doing biological anthropology. Uh, the Origins of Us is the title of the book. They're right next to me. So it's weird. There's some there's some dissonance going on. I'd be heartbroken if that was that was my situation. But at least yeah. she's willing to have a dialogue with you. Yeah. If she if she shuts down, mm. doesn't even want to talk with you about these subjects, then you have some other challenges. Yeah. Yeah. At least she's conversing with you. Yeah, she is. And if you have that, then that's a lot. Yeah. Because I mean, she knows that I'm I'm a empathetic, compassionate person. I'm not a I'm not an asshole. Um, I can be an asshole at times, but I'm coming at this of love to her and with true, like, um, compassion and, and curiosity. So I think you can, something you mentioned recently is like, uh, when someone asks, like, how do you risk, you know, avoid the temptation of like, 
getting into counter apologetics, mm -hmm. I think your response, or maybe it's Peter's, was like, I go into every conversation hoping to learn something like that I don't know. Like, maybe this person is right, and I want to figure out mm -hmm. how they came to that truth. My motivation, honestly, is if somebody's holding an, an incorrect view of reality, then I want to help them discover that. Right. Yet in the process of discovering that they're wrong, I might actually discover that they're right. Okay. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, you try to approach it that. And so I try to keep that in my mind as I, as I speak with her. Good. Yeah. Good. Okay. All right. Thanks again, Anthony. Yeah, I hope to see you around. Um, if I can swing an owl, I'll sit in your talk tomorrow night. Uh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think some of these guys at the, at the Secular Student Association could, could use a few words from you. Cause I'll I'll stand around, come middle around, or sit around while they're tabling. Mm-hmm. And. There's an argument that you need all types. You need the Firebrands, you need the, the Hitchens, you need the Dawkins, you need the Harrisons and the Dennets. But you also need the Bogosians. And these guys are... More Hitchens, less Bogosians. Like, someone comes up and they're like, I don't believe in God, but I am a... I am a... a pagan. Because I've, I've literally heard my animal gods speak to me. Ah. And... The kids like oh, eh, I wanted to, I wanted to engage, but I, I wasn't tabling. I was just kind of casually observing, um, and he's like, "I would call bullshit on that." I'm like, "That was that kind of shuts up." It shut it down immediately. Yeah, she you know she walked away. And yeah, and that's sad too because uh, I've really been trying to work with this group for this is probably maybe my fifth or sixth talk. Oh, cool. Yeah, not the first time. Yeah, but they cycle through for one thing, or maybe the person that works the table didn't come to my talk, or maybe they came to my talk. And they're like, I love that approach, but then they forget, or they decide, oh, but that's just not my style. Yeah. Or it's just easier just to ridicule them than to... And sometimes if you're still kind of carrying a bit of anger about your your deception, it's easier to jump straight into counter-apologetics. It's just like, I know something you don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Have a great... Have a good talk. Yeah. Thanks a lot. See you around. We want our kids to believe true things. The Street Epistemology Podcast is a production of Street Epistemology International. You can donate or learn more about this nonprofit organization at streetepistemologyinternational.org. The views, guests, and topics expressed here or not expressed here do not necessarily represent those of the organization.